0: Mrs. A.J. Jones.
1: Mr. Alan Jones.
0: This is like a scene from Driving Miss Daisy.
1: Very similar. Only you should be in the back seat. Or I should be in the back seat and you should be in the front seat. Or something.
0: Then, in which case, it's nothing like driving? It's
1: absolutely not. It's more like days of thunder.
0: For those of you who haven't guessed and can't tell from the road signs. Road signs? (laughs) If you can see the road
1: signs, you're good. You're very good. For those of you who can't
0: tell from the road sounds... We're driving back from North Carolina on I 40. And I don't know why we waited to record a podcast till we were on the really curvy, twisty part.
1: It's all curvy, twisty. This is actually less curvy, twisty than the last bit.
0: I wonder if I should be holding a microwave for you.
1: The microwave? <laughs> oh, dear God. Perhaps you should. <laughs> I wasn't aware we were going to microwave things and record a podcast this and drive. This is
0: such a long podcast. Maybe <laughs> I should hold your microphone for you.
1: Okay. Do you need to?
0: Well, you're driving one-handed at the moment. You're driving yeah. no. You're driving no-handed when you smoke your cigarette. That's true.
1: <laughs> well, when I have my cigarette, you can take the microphone. How was your week? Um, it was a good week. We. Uh,
0: That's because it was a short week. It
1: was a short week. We just we drove out Wednesday, didn't we, babe? Yeah,
0: We only worked Monday and Tuesday. Yep. And then took the rest of the week off for Thanksgiving. Went to see my sister and brother-in-law and their family in Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte. I don't know why I said that with an English accent. I
1: don't know.
0: But Monday and Tuesday, we taught at the school. Well, we didn't really teach. We, we, taught, we taught one a bit, session. We bit, and that's it, yep. And our wonderful Danielle Helson taught the rest of the week. And did she a did phenomenal an amazing
1: job. job. Yep, and she organized all the outreach and the treasure hunts and just... But that's what she does.
0: For those of you who don't know Danielle, Danielle is currently the school administrator at the School of Supernatural Life. But when we first met her, she was a student on the school and was one of the shyest people you would ever meet.
1: Well, we met her before she was a student.
0: I See, I don't even remember meeting her.
1: Oh, I remember our, her because um, she would sort of sit near the back at m and I remember her on both encounters because when she came on the re-encounter and there was only 20 people on the re-encounter, I remember thinking, wow, this is this is huge. Her and Carrie both came on it. And I thought, for such shy people, it's amazing they've come. Well,
0: what was even more amazing than that was when she was a student on the school, we taught a week on supernatural evangelism, how to spread the good news of the kingdom of Jesus through signs and wonders, through healing people and through giving people prophetic words and releasing the presence of God. And so not only did we teach it, we made all the students go out. And God bless her, she took this huge risk. And what do you know, she ends up being now this absolute pioneer for supernatural evangelism. So it was a great thrill to watch her teach, and she did such an awesome job. Oh,
1: yeah, and she's a brilliant teacher, mm-hmm. but it's it's so fun to watch somebody who's so passionate about it share it because that's when people catch it.
0: Right. If you have, I think we've mentioned this before, but if we haven't, it's, uh, it's our bad. But if you go to her website, cultivateboldness.com, there you will see videos and read testimonies Of her going out and actually just doing the stuff. And she leads many teams. She's done New York. She's done Atlanta. She's done all over Nashville. She also leads our Friday night street evangelism ministry at Grace Center called Friday Night Lights. But she's amazing. But that was a lot of fun to teach that. And then, like I said, we jumped in the car on Wednesday and drove eight hours.
1: Yeah, with breaks, it ends up being closer to nine. But the kids did great. It's amazing what Benadryl does. (laughs)
0: Just kidding. We That's didn't not drug funny. our children.
1: We didn't drug them. I felt like drugging them at one point, but no, just kidding.
0: They just sat on iPads. <laughs> bless them. How was your Thanksgiving?
1: It was really good. It was very peaceful.
0: I don't remember it being peaceful. I remember being in a house full of children.
1: Yeah, but the four older ones all get along great and just pretty much play together. And it was mostly just muggies that wanted attention. Mr. Muggins.
0: He was content just to wander around the house.
1: Yes, and he played with Sam a lot. And Sam had lots of dinosaurs and trucks. And so, really, you know, we we were only needed when cuddles were needed.
0: And then we jumped in the car this morning and now we're driving back. Now being a Sunday.
1: Really early we jumped in the car. Yeah. We've, We've never left this early before.
0: We took the day off to drive home. And it's been okay.
1: It's been great, actually. There's been very little traffic. And leaving that early, you sort of beat everybody out of the city so it's been great
0: what do we have coming up this week
1: i'm teaching at the school you're teaching at Eminate. that's right then we have like staff christmas party that kind of stuff yeah we do
0: what are you teaching on at the school
1: um intimacy in the song of solomon
0: i can't wait for the (laughs) practical.
1: hubba hubba baby
0: (laughs) yep i think i'm blushing
1: i think you are too
0: (laughs) you know i wanted to talk about this week What did you want to talk about? I want to talk about celebration.
1: Celebrate good times. Come on. We don't
0: have copyright release to use that.
1: How many bars do I have to have sung before we need that? (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's like 12 bars. I didn't sing that much. (laughs) Either way, that
0: was enough. I was thinking this year has been a big year for celebration. My 40th, your 40th (laughs) birthday. Yeah. We had Micah John's birthday. Yeah. We had graduation. Well, we didn't
1: really celebrate Micah John's birthday because he kept being sick. Right. But he'll never know. He's only two.
0: Right. But then we also had Thanksgiving. We've got Christmas coming up. And something has changed this year. That's true. We mentioned this on the podcast. We talked about your birthday. But Mm -hmm. you seem more buoyant and excited about celebration. And we were just talking about it before we pushed record. It seems like America has... Healed your heart in celebration. Care to comment on that?
1: I, yeah, I would say it's been a like a slow progress in the right direction. Um, but for me, I yeah, I would head into a, a more of a dark place coming up to my birthday and just try and survive the holidays. And once we get to like January 2nd, I'd be like, oh, good, we can get back to life and nobody has to pretend that they're happy.
0: Okay, so I never got the memo. I don't know I was supposed to pretend to be happy. I was quite happy. Why, were, why was the holiday so traumatic for you? Um, I always try to buy you good presents. It's,
1: it has nothing to do with that. You're very good at buying good presents. It has everything to do with losing dad. And so even, that, even though that's over 20 years ago, right? I think when you lose someone, well, for me anyway, every holiday after that became about him not being there. And how much better it would have been if he was there and what I'd be doing if he was there and right. all that kind of stuff. So
0: How did moving to America help heal that then?
1: I think because you can't live here without picking up on they celebrate everything.
0: They being Americans.
1: Americans. They I mean they're great at celebrating things. And to to begin with, I would say that I spent the first year probably being annoyed. <laughs> Just like, mildly annoyed, but being like, seriously, folks, do we need to celebrate every president? Seriously, you know, and <laughs> why do we have this day off and then that day off? That just
0: uh, Welcome to this edition of Walking in the Light <laughs> with
1: AJ Joe. <laughs> well, it, because I wasn't good at celebrating, celebration seemed like um, an inconvenience to me. Right. To have to... Act like I was having a good time doing something, right. and and, and then like, they
0: would find reasons to celebrate everything, right? And like congratulations, you graduated from kindergarten, right? It's not so much a graduation you know. as much as it is you finished.
1: And they'll do like little pictures and stuff, and I'm like, really? I mean, really? Babe, they do preschool graduations.
0: It's, I know. They, they all looked adorable <laughs> in their little robes and their <laughs> flatboard hats with tassels. I loved it.
1: So it was the a bit. Diploma sort of, from
0: preschool. I
1: was a bit sort of taken aback. And really, it probably wasn't until we'd been here maybe two years that the Lord started kind of working in my heart about I'd completely forgotten how to celebrate. I had basically shut down the chip in me that that knew how to celebrate because it, it was too painful a thought and my dad was really good at celebrating things and he would get quite excited and it was probably the only good memories that i had of him from a, being a child is you know christmas or so yeah i i uh, the lord started challenging me to allow my heart to get excited allow my heart to um enjoy the bits that i can enjoy and and I would say it was slow progress.
0: You know, the other thing that I noticed that really helps is we are very, very fortunate to live in a culture, a church culture, and therefore our working culture that's a culture of honor. So we do a pretty good job of genuinely celebrating one another. Yeah. And I, that's been a really big part, I think, for for both of us I don't think I ever really struggled with celebrating I think I probably had trouble celebrating myself or being celebrated and so just being in a culture where people love very well and people are super honoring and people are very intentional about telling you how much they love you and what they appreciate about you does wonders to bring your heart out of uh, incubation Mm -hmm. and into celebration yeah so I think that's awesome and I remember you spoke on this didn't you speak at church yeah, a couple year of years ago. The year before about how to survive the holidays, which I was like, uh, it's kind of a negative topic, big. But it turned out you're not the only person who's had trouble celebrating and not the only person who finds holidays difficult.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would say I dreaded holidays. So dread is a strong word.
0: Is that why you're always so mean and angry <laughs> and I had to stay in a cupboard?
1: Get back in your cupboard. <laughs> Don't come out till January 2nd. <laughs> It was horrible. You turned the hose oh, on me. Oh, you and poor everything. honey! <laughs> you yeah. know, this is a,
0: one of my favorite verses, and possibly one of the most obscure, one of the most obscure <laughs> verses in Scripture, Zephaniah three seventeen. This this verse shifted for me about how God celebrates me mm-hmm. and us. It says this: "The Lord your God is in your midst; the mighty one will save." He will rejoice over you with gladness, and he will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. And I remember hearing that verse in Toronto and just thinking, that's an amazing verse. How did I miss that? This notion that God... You know, because I think you go from a fact that I'm a sinner saved by grace. I'm wretched, I'm worthless, I'm a worm, and if it wasn't for the grace of Jesus and the blood of Jesus, I couldn't stand in his sight because he's holy and I'm wretched. You go from that to, okay, I'm a... I'm a saint. Okay, that's good. And then you move into this revelation of the Father's love. And then you move into an understanding that God doesn't just love you, but he absolutely celebrates you and rejoices over you and delights in you. And that does something for your heart. And that does something for your the way you look at life.
1: Uh, yeah, I totally agree. But I think also you have to start to value celebrating and then free yourself to be able to celebrate even though painful moments might be part of it. Does that make sense? It does make I, sense. I still, you know, I still at my birthday or at Christmas, I still think about dad. I might, you know, cry for a few minutes or whatever. I mean, granted for me, it's been 20 years, but, um, and that needs to be okay too. But because instead of staying in that place, then I climb back out of it because there's so much to be thankful for and there's so much to celebrate. So I've, I've almost released my heart from being hostage to sadness. If that makes sense. It does make
0: sense. Yeah. Do you have any top tips for people who are dreading the holidays, Christmas, or have just come back from Thanksgiving and are thinking, I'm never going to go stay with my family again. That was a nightmare.
1: I guess for probably different tips for different stages or, you know, whatever. But I guess for people that have lost a family member this year, I would just say, just be kind to yourself. Give yourself lots of grace enjoy the happy moments, you know, the stuff that you can enjoy, do that. The stuff that you you just need to cry through, cry through and have grace for yourself in the midst of that. Um for for people that are just like, gosh, this is it's not it's not that somebody's you know, died or anything. It's just that family's hard. I would say uh, probably get our boundaries teaching because nobody else is actually responsible for how you feel or um helping you navigate your emotions you know so for me um with my family and stuff boundaries helped a lot because I realized wow you you don't actually get to control how I feel I can go in positive and come out positive and I can choose not to be part of conversations I don't want to be part of because you know I I can set down some healthy boundaries so
0: can I share something I saw on Instagram the other day yeah our friend Krista had uh posted something by uh the author of the shack, William Young, or mm-hmm. W.P. Young, I think is his, known in the author world. And he said this, no one can tell you about you unless you think they can. Wow, that's good. That's amazing. No one can tell you about you unless you think they can. That idea of, actually, people can say what they want about you. You can't control that, but you can control whether you're going to choose to receive it or listen yeah. to it. Yep. And I thought, I thought, gosh, that's brilliant. I wish I'd thought of that.
1: So I think that's the challenge with any kind of family holiday like that. We we have um, conversations with people that we pastor that are, you know, just saying, well, you know, when I get home, it's like I'm not an adult anymore and this is how I get talked to and whatever. And so, you know, we end up spending time saying, well, you know, there, you can actually really nicely say, actually, you know, I, I can still honor my parents without being talked down to or being you know what I mean like
0: no no. I think that's true I think you can I, I think that you because you can't control because you can't change somebody else's behavior you can change yourself so their behavior no longer works on you mm-hmm. so I always find especially if you're around really dysfunctional family members and you know perhaps they're abusive verbally perhaps they are you know treating you like a 13 year old but you're a 33 year old you can actually realize okay that's their issue that's not my issue and you can de-escalate the situation by not
1: responding yeah not feeding into it yeah or letting it land you know that whole like a water off of a deck but I think also like I mean I had moments with my family just you know um where after learning more about the boundary stuff and, and you sort of being able to point out where things weren't really actually a healthy scenario going on, you know, where I wasn't realizing, oh, I'm actually being manipulated or, you know, being able to go, actually, that's really manipulative. So you can either say that a different way or we can talk about something else, you know, and and actually that helped a lot with how things went down, at least for on my end. I didn't leave feeling like, I just went through the cheese grater.
0: What about the whole issue of forgiving people? Like you can, I think when we get in touch with any deficit we've experienced, there's a tendency in our hearts to hold other people hostage for the deficiency that we experienced. Yeah. And I think a much better solution to that is just realize, actually, people generally speaking do the best they can with what they have.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: And so releasing people from your, from what you would have liked...
1: Yeah, and what you, or what you think it should have looked like Or,
0: or what you, you think know, it should look like
1: Yeah, all, all of those things would probably be real helpful I used to stop just outside of arriving to my mom's house And pray in tongues for a while in the car <laughs> Or soak, you know, just so that I could get my attitude and expectations in check Because I knew that if my expectations were better, my experience was better So I wasn't joining in with the unhealthiness I was combating it by being full
0: Life is better lived full. Life
1: is definitely better lived full. And we can say that with all authority because we just ate at the Cheesecake Factory.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not that kind of foolish. You know,
1: babe, I think we should do more podcasts on the road. I don't. Well, I'm reason, worried
0: the sound quality is going to be terrible it, on this It
1: could thing. be that the sound quality is going to be terrible. But I can't make observations like this, you know, just from sitting in our living room. For example, we just passed an animal that I'm not actually sure... What it was before it died Because I couldn't tell But it was very large
0: And yep. our, our listeners yep. are all the more edified for that
1: Apparently I don't know animal bums well enough To be able to tell them apart Or tails
0: Oh my gosh
1: I'm not a hunter No you're <laughs> not <laughs> I know it wasn't a raccoon though <laughs> Sorry I, I also wonder what all these cars are thinking when we drive by them and we're both holding
0: microphones. We should bounce our hands up and down like we're hip hop artists.
1: Now this this van is pulling up even with us to see what we're doing. Yeah, they yeah? are. See, totally. I'm like, going to put my hand Dude. backwards. <laughs> should I pull up even to them again? We have to take my shirt off. This is awesome. <laughs> Do you have any bling? Put on your bling.
0: I don't have any bling.
1: Okay, we're blingless. Completely yeah, they definitely completely without bling. <laughs> Hey, look, oh my the Little
0: Blessing Quilt Shop. Oh, Let's not go there.
1: No, I want big blessings. If, if I can only get a little blessing by... They just totally by, Instagrammed
0: us. She <laughs> just drove fast uh, and, big, by owning and took a, a photograph. a big
1: ugly quilt. Um, well, so look for us on Instagram, folks.
0: Yeah. Hopefully yeah. it was for Instagram and not for... Like the police. the police. Yeah. All right, why don't you pray for everybody who's anxious about... Or has difficulty celebrating or is anxious about going home for Christmas... Or has just been home for Thanksgiving and is making all sorts of horrible inner vows in their heart.
1: That sounds like a very good idea. Now, would you prefer that I keep my eyes open while I'm praying? I'm indifferent. Really? Do you want to steer? I'm fine.
0: All right. Jesus, take the wheel.
1: (laughs) You missed an opportunity to sing right there. Anyway. Ah, Father... Father, I thank you that you are really, 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 really good, and you're really big. You're bigger than our circumstances. So, Lord, I pray for um, all those people that just uh, have a difficult time when they're around family, that they find that they revert to someone they don't want to be or they end up in situations that they don't want to be in because, you know, family's tough and there aren't healthy boundaries in place. God, I ask that you would give each of those people wisdom on what some good healthy boundaries would be. Um, you know, what what some good guidelines would be for spending time with family and just being able to enjoy it instead of entering into it with, with dread. And Lord, I ask that for those that could really relate to I've lost and, and, and now I don't know how to celebrate. It feels just absolutely overwhelming. Lord, I ask that you would come and you would really... Um, wrap your arms around every person who suffered loss you know, especially in the last couple of years where it just feels so raw um, Lord I ask that your comfort and your love and your grace and your mercy would absolutely overwhelm them and cover them in this holiday season um, that they would feel your presence around them and they'd feel your strength underneath them carrying them um, and that they would have those moments of joy that just bring levity and bring life Father, I thank you that you're good and you're you're faithful. You're always faithful. Lord, I ask that for every single listener, God, that your faithfulness during this season would shine through. And, God, that you would help us to trust you enough to celebrate. Lord, that you would help our hearts go to a place where we can trust you, that you are good, that that you have a great plan, and that we can celebrate with you. Lord, I thank you that in, in every place that we are, you're there in the midst with us. In Jesus' name.
0: All right, your homework for this week, listeners, is find someone that you genuinely want to celebrate and do an awesome job of celebrating them this week.
1: That's great homework.
0: Perfect. All right, we love you. Bye. (laughs) That was a little abrupt. (laughs) Sorry. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye.